Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. The Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. Whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs, closed up the place with flesh. The Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. But then something happened. And the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And God said, who told you that you were naked? We are created in the very image of God. Created to reflect Him. Created to glorify Him. Created to enjoy Him. And created to be with Him and with each other. For relationship in a deeper and more profound way than we can understand. And while it has been broken, all is not lost because our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the relationship we were created for is still there. This morning we're stepping into our new series, our new Theme for the year where we're going to explore that phrase, what that means, that verse in Hebrews 13 that says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. A statement that carries so much meaning. An idea that is so important that we need to understand because it is the foundation of faith, of relationship with him. What does that truly mean for us? What does that do? How does that affect us, our world? If Jesus is the same always, forever, what do we, what do, we do with that? 
So we're going to explore the stories of people that have lived it, that experienced the faithfulness and grace and presence of God. Adam and Noah, Abraham and Moses, David and Solomon, who walked with God, saw what it meant, that we can see what it means. That God walks with us. The things that they saw and experienced and heard about who God is and what he is doing, what he cares about, his mission, his purpose, his vision, his heart for us, for creation, for the people around us. What was he showing them about himself? What was he wanting them to see, to understand about him, about themselves, about what does that mean for us? And so this morning, we're beginning at the beginning with the story of Adam, the story of creation, of God's first intent, a story that reveals so much about the nature of God, his heart for us, what we were created for, and so what we've lost, what God is working to restore. God's purpose in Scripture is twofold. The things that He's chosen to record for us, the way that He inspired the authors to write and remember was first to tell us about Himself. And second, to tell us about who we are. Scripture is given to us to tell us who God is and who we are. And in these first three chapters of Genesis, we have composed some of the most beautiful and powerful and incredible writing in the whole history of the world. What God has shown us in these few chapters in this simple story is unfathomably profound, revealing the nature of God himself, his power, his love, his wisdom, his creativity and beauty. And about our very purpose and nature as well. This story is everything. And understanding it as much as we can in our fallen, limited way is so foundational to understanding our Father. To connecting with Him. God reveals Himself in this story in such a unique way. An intimate way. And he's inviting us to engage with him in these verses. To see who he is. What he wants for us. What we've lost and what he is working to restore. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's kind of terrifying because that's pretty huge. That sounds intimidating. But it's everything that we so desperately hunger for. What we need what we desire, what we chase around in our lives looking for because we were created in relationship for relationship. But the story begins in darkness, in stillness, the earth formless and void, darkness over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God hovering over the waters, quiet, still, And then, for no reason other than his 
desire, his, his decision to share himself, to reveal his beauty and nature and power and love, God speaks, creating light, sky, oceans, land, plants, animals, life. He simply says, let there be, and it was good. It was so. It's so simple. It's so powerful. And we need to be careful too because so many of the artistic renderings we see of this creation narrative as people try to display and describe these, this, these verses, these movies or animations or things, they show the universe exploding to life in these powerful and dramatic scenes and it seems exciting and explosive and we... Imagine a hugely strong man wrestling the planets into being, forcing creation to life. But that's not how God describes it. This was no effort for him at all. It was not tiring. It was not forced. It was not wrestled into being the very first thing that God reveals about himself was just how profoundly powerful he truly is. He simply desires to share his nature and speaks. And it is so. Our God is unchanging and this is the kind of power he has when he asks us to trust him. This is what he is. The story was given to people in a world filled with creation stories, stories filled with war and conflict, struggle and pain, the Enuma Elish in Babylon, the Sumerian Eridu creation story, the Jamshid in the Middle East, China, India, all over Africa. Their stories were filled with conflict and battle, violent filled with pain, creation being born out of struggle and even just by accident. And God is telling us here, no, not like that. I made this with love and care and purpose. And then I made you. And God said, let us Make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the wild animals, the birds of the sky, over all the livestock, over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. This is everything. And look at the emphasis here. Look how deeply he wants us to understand this. God created mankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Three times he tells us, every person, male and female, made in his image because he wanted to. Because he wanted them. In every other story, humans are an accident, if not even a mistake, 
We are unwanted, unworthy, even gross and ugly. These are stories we tell each other, tell ourselves. This is the way we treat each other too. Even now, today, we fight and abuse each other. We see each other as problems, obstacles, burdens, mistakes. And we even see ourselves that way. But God made us in his very image of himself. Can we fathom what that means? What we mean to him? Let us make mankind in our image. God is relationship. He is one, but he is three. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And in his very nature is loving relationship. And in his very image, we were created to reflect and embody relationship too with him and with one another. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And he said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken from the man. They were both naked. And they felt no shame. There is so much in that verse. What was meant to be. We are connected, created to be together. And that relationship was meant to be so deep that we could see each other fully, completely. Every part, inside and out, and feel no shame. No wall, no barrier. That's what humanity was supposed to be. People, us. Can you imagine? No masks. Not these ones. Metaphorical. No fear. No hurt. No selfishness. Truly together. Enjoying God and one another together. Honestly, I don't even know if I can imagine it. It's, it's, it's too hard. It's too far away. It's too unfamiliar. My sin is too deep. It's too cloudy to let me see what was supposed to be. To let me see that. But it was so pure, so real, so simple. We were together with him. The man and wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden of the cool of the day. They walked with God in the garden, sharing life with him. No barrier, no space. God with us together, sharing life, enjoying life together. It hurts. To think about what we've lost. How we are now. How we treat each other now. How we use each other now. 
purity and vulnerability was, was kind of the relationship that we were created for, what we were meant for, what we need. We've lost it. All we've ever done is try to get it back in every broken and selfish way we can, trying to fill that place that only humility and submission and vulnerability with our Creator and with one another truly can. We use each other. We abuse each other. We violate each other in dark and evil ways. Trying to fill that need. That hunger. Trying to fill that hole with selfishness that only relationship truly can. It's so sad. It's so awful. It's so wrong. God sees what he made us to be and he watches us try to claw it back. And it breaks his heart. man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from God among the trees in the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because, because I was naked, so I hid. And God said, who told you that you were naked? That verse is so filled with hurt, with loss. It captures so profoundly the depth of change that sin truly brought. It changed everything. Who told you, God asks? No one. No one told us. It just happened. When innocence, vulnerability, relationship was lost, when that image of God was poisoned, it just happened. And from that one sin, a sin that we have repeated through endless ages, every person, every time, as we try to find in ourselves the relationship that we were created for, looking in every place it can't be found and ignoring the one place it can in the one who made us, who sees us, who knows us, who loves us. But we serve an unbelievable God who can overcome even this creation itself, the very image of our creator born in us, broken, is able to restore. Paul says in Philippians, in your relationships with one another, and indeed with our Father, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, Rather, he made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. 
Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is our way back. Jesus is our hope. Jesus has given us new life, a new image. Because he was there at the beginning. We were made by him and for him, and he can make us new again. Restore us, make us whole. We have been broken. You have been Broken. That image that God created you with has been distorted, abused, poisoned by our own sin and by the sin of others, things done to you. And the only way back only way to be whole, to enter true relationship again, is through Jesus. With Jesus. For him to remake you in himself, for himself, by his blood and life given for you. You cannot find what you're looking for in yourself. You're not enough. We are not enough. But Jesus is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He created you in his image. And he can restore that image again if you will let him. If you will trust him. If you will submit. And humble yourself just as he did for you. We were created for relationship in the very beginning and forever. And God wants you to be able to enjoy the fullness of everything that means. Living a life of hope and joy, peace and life, love and freedom forever. Sharing that joy, that gospel with the people around you. In word and life, being light, sharing love, showing Jesus to one another just like we were created to. This is a big idea. And it's difficult to try to describe because it's not about logic and teaching. Relationship needs to be experienced. How do you describe a friendship? what that feels, what that means. The love you have for your spouse, for your children. How can we understand what we've lost, what sin has done to us? We kind of can't. It's only in relationship, in connection with our creator, with our father, that we can understand. Do you want that? Because he wants you. He loves you. He created you. More glorious than you can imagine. In his image. 
And he wants to make you whole again forever. Just like you were meant to be in the beginning if you'll trust him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the things you have recorded for us in your word. The reality that we are not an accident. We're not a mistake. We were created in your image to bring you glory. To share and enjoy relationship with you and with each other. We were made on purpose by you to share yourself, God. We've lost that. Father, by your wisdom and incredible grace and power, you can make us new again through the sacrifice of your son. You will remake us in his image. Restored, renewed. We thank you, God. Father, that's not an easy thing for us to embrace all the time because some of the hurts that we've experienced, we hold on to. They become a part of our identity, become a part of who we are. And God, you want to free us from those things to restore us in the image that you were intending for us. Not the marred and broken one that we have now. Help us to trust you, God. Help us to see your power in creation the intent, the love, the beauty, and to trust that you desire that for us too. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.